Welcome to the Virtual Ball Boys Podcast. My name is Chris, and I am joined once again by my good friend, Matt. All right, Chris, I came across something earlier, and it has revolutionized the debate. Yes. Of, is blank a sandwich? Okay, okay. Okay. Yep. All right, here is the here is the litmus test, and I want your opinion on it. Okay. Pretend you are the Earl of Sandwich. The... And you have had you have asked for someone to bring you something non meat, in between bread. Okay. For the ease of eating, while you use your other hand to gamble. If you can use one hand to eat it, it is probably a sandwich. Hmm. Interesting. So then, you're saying a hot dog is a sandwich. I would say in in this definition, a hot dog would be a sandwich. Okay. Because the like you you are more easily able to eat it in that with with one hand. What would not be a sandwich would be what I'm what I'm sending you here, which is a bagel cut the the wrong way with peanut butter and jelly on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> like imagine a bagel laying on the the counter and you like cut a knife vertically straight down, like rather than horizontally. That's what that's what we're looking at. Sure. This would not be a sandwich, even though it is technically stuffed between two pieces of bread. You would not be able to easily eat this with one hand, okay. so therefore it is not a sandwich. So, that, so that's actually why I wanted to clarify, because yes. I, this the institution of things being stuffed between two pieces of something yes. qualifying as a sandwich is still applied, but you are adding the qualifier now that it is something that can be eaten with one hand. Correct. So let me ask you then, though. If you had a very... A lot of stacks of burger patties. Yes. Lot, they got like triple, triple stack, quadruple stack. You know, <laughs> people are wild. Right. Are you sure you could handle that with one hand? You might not be able to, so that may not qualify as a sandwich. You see, okay. Because you would, you would not be able to eat it in the way the Earl of Sandwich intended. But, <laughs> <laughs> but like, this is now. The Earl of Sandwich, does this exist, though, is the thing, Link? The, that's where the sandwich got its name from. Really? Yes. Oh, interesting. <laughs> I, okay, so see, I this entire time, I thought you were just coming up with a fictional character. Uh, no. That would be just the, be the, the, the chief of the, of the sandwich. The, the Earl of Sandwich is a real person. Huh. Interesting. Was a real person. Or it's like, it was like a seat, right? In like ancient English times. I guess so, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I had no and, idea. And one of the one of them was like, they they just they got the sandwich. Huh. They invented the sandwich. Okay. So to be eaten while he can more easily gamble. So that so that that does that does quite literally like topple the the sandwich empire in a way because now yeah. all these people that make these gargantuan sandwiches with a ton right. a ton of meats and stuff. That there is no way that one measly hand can handle it. That 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 goes out the window. There is also apparently a restaurant location called the Earl of Sandwich, and I'm trying to see where they have locations. Okay, they they are an international company. Okay. Uh, kind of like all around the country, but nowhere like super super specific. Mainly California, and then like a few patterns. Uh, closest one to me looks like. Oh fuck! There's really not one close to me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I guess South Dakota. Like it's uh, not a 
widespread thing that you got one in Massachusetts. Great. Yes. I, that's yeah. I, my, my, uh, my hope. Yes. It's very easy for me to get to, to Massachusetts from here. It is, it is yeah. a measly four, five, actually no, much more than that. Probably eight hour drive. Much more eight than that. Hour drive at this point. Um, <laughs> Well, thank you for this education into the the world of sandwiches, uh, especially yeah. on a weekend where many a sandwich will be consumed, as well as many other foods of of the handheld variety. Because quick, Chris, yes, do you know what do you know what Canadian province is immediately above you, north of you? Uh, is it well? Is it Ontario? It's not. It's Quebec. It's Quebec. Oh. I was looking at a map of the sandwich places I saw Canada. I wanted to see if you would know. Okay, I, I know <laughs> Ontario is is maybe a little bit like it's closer to Buffalo. It's on yeah, Ontario is like basically all around the Great Lakes. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I actually, for some reason, I, I I feel like Quebec is one of those place. What the only city at this point where I don't really know its exact location because if you could have told me it's in the west, I would have believed you. Whereas like. Vancouver, that's that's right above Washington, or like, or right. Montreal is east, and and uh, Alberta yeah. is kind of like above the Midwest area, but like a little bit over. Um, yes, uh, west. Uh, in fact, I'm I'm looking at another map. Montreal is like a straight drive north from Alberta, or from Albany. Sorry, oh, I was I was just like wait, Albany, Albany, New York. <laughs> oh, okay, uh, <laughs> no. there you go. Um. Uh, well, nice. So, that, so there you go, folks. On a, on a truly American weekend, we learned some <laughs> Canadian geography. Sandwiches and <laughs> there Canada. There you go. <laughs> uh, well, welcome, everyone. It's Super Bowl time, baby. Um, Did you watch any of the Pro Bowl? No. Great. So let's let's move on. Uh, we have a lot of uh, we have a lot of uh, news to cover. No, no, nothing nothing as like major as last week, uh, but just some smatterings of things that are going on in the league. I thought were interesting. Um, by the time you listen to this podcast, uh, the uh, NFL honors probably would have aired. Um, uh, we uh, don't know the results. We're still going to predict the results. Uh, in a segment I'm calling Award Predictions that you'll know we are wrong about. Um, <laughs> and then uh, it was we didn't we didn't do it on the podcast last year, but uh, this year we're bringing it back. It is the 2023 commercial draft yes. uh, where uh, me and Matt are going to try to guess which commercials will air first during the Super Bowl. It's a lot of fun. Uh, so stay tuned for that. And of course, we cap it all off with our picks for the Super Bowl. It's our Super Bowl spectacular, baby. We're here. We're ready to go. Uh, so, yeah, let's 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 start with some news. Uh, first of all, uh, it's, a, it's a lot of defensive coordinator news, really. So it's, it's the, 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 really, we're waiting on the Cardinals and, and, and the Colts to announce their head coaches. Um I think because they're waiting this long, there might be a coach currently in the Super Bowl that they might be waiting on, uh, would be my guess. Uh, but and the only one that really makes sense is the enemy. That or Gannon. But, uh, Jonathan Gannon's got, yeah. got some pop um, as well. I th- and I think what least there, 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 I think there was another name out there, but I, I currently am blanking on that. Um, 
so while we wait for those two uh, head coaching uh, positions to be filled, uh, maybe even during this podcast, because it is early in the day, so things could happen. Uh, the 49ers, uh, they have had had a defensive coordinator vacancy since D'Amico Ryans left uh, to be the head coach of the Texans. So in that spot, they hired Steve Wilkes, uh, to the who just... Yeah, right he higher. just came off of his interim uh, position as head coach of the Panthers. Uh, everyone thought he would get that job, but instead he goes to a place where two, the last two defensive coordinators for the 49ers have gone on to become head coaches. So Steve Wilkes in a very interesting spot. So you said you said great hire for that. Yes, I agree. I could, I I think I think it's like it makes sense that you have him show up for this for this role and and i think that like he has so much talent to work with and he could really just prove that he is deserves a second chance because again he kind of got the he got screwed by the cardinals in his one year as as head coach so um yeah cool, cool shit um then another coach who uh very publicly got screwed over by his former team uh, and he even filed a, a lawsuit about it, but luckily that has not stopped his hiring uh, or his ability to be hired because the Vikings have hired defensive coordinator Brian Flores to fill that role. Uh, he last year was the linebacking coach for the Steelers after he was uh, let go by the Dolphins, and of course, uh, as we noted, he filed uh, a uh, discriminatory lawsuit uh, against the Dolphins. Uh, and uh, ultimately, uh, was se- seemed to at first be like blackballed out of not getting a uh a, a another shot at head coach, but the Steelers then hired him to be on their defensive staff, and now the Vikings are getting Brian Flores to be their defensive coordinator. Do you like this hire, Matt? What do you think, I mean, Chris? I think it's. I think that's. I think it's the best thing they could do. <laughs> absolutely, it's an insanely good hire. Your defense sucked this yeah. year. And this guy's a great head coach, and or was a great head coach, great defensive mind. He will get shit back up to par. I, I mean, like, it it doesn't like it, it, the the firing of Brian Flores. Obviously, in hindsight, makes sense in this in the sense of like, oh, the Dolphins were just wild, and and they they, they make yeah. no sense, and, and after everything that we've learned about it, um, but I. Uh, he he was such a, a great defense. He he really made that Dolphins defense so great. And I think that even if you don't have the talent this year for the Vikings, this upcoming year, I should say, for the Vikings, uh, you could still, with who is there, you could easily make a better defensive scheme than what was there originally. And then over time, build that defense up to be something that's going to be able to be on par with how your offense is, is overall pretty solid. So, good good hire overall. Um, now, of course, uh, Steve Wilkes. I, I, Steve Wilkes wasn't the, the defensive coordinator for the Panthers, right? He was just an assistant coach before he was the head coach. Or was he was he the defensive coordinator for the Panthers? I forget. Um, so he may have been an assistant. He was defensive coordinator for the Panthers before he got hired with, with the Cardinals. Right. Okay. Uh, but anyways, that role has now been filled for the Panthers. 
Uh, Iero uh, Evero, I want to say his name is. Uh, he, he this this is the uh, former defensive coordinator with the Broncos. Uh, who so they he was kind of being considered for the head coaching position for the Broncos. He now goes over there to the Panthers. I think yet again, Matt, another good hire, and I think a good another a, a good start for the Panthers. Even though, of course, all eyes are on the quarterback. Yep. Uh, yeah. It it it's all about the quarterback for the Panthers. I'm scared that Derek Carr is in the future. Well, because that will pick nothing. Save or <laughs> that will solve nothing. Well, he, I know that he. I know. I know that he is tied to. If you want to get any quarterback news, well, next. that's well, that's that's that is literally the next news story here. Uh, is yeah. that the you may think it might be the Panthers, and that's and that's fine. But it seems like Derek Carr likes what he sees in New Orleans so much so that yeah. Derek Carr uh, was given permission by the Raiders to visit the Saints facility on Wednesday. Uh, and you know, there is signs that this could, this could be signs that he gets traded to New Orleans. There's even a a likely scenario though, that Derek Carr just gets cut and then he gets to choose, uh, between, Mm -hmm. uh, a bunch of teams. But the fact that he's specifically targeting the saints right out of the gate seems pretty on the nose. And honestly, this could be a done deal for all we know. What do you feel about Derek Carr to the saints? Uh, so I think an upgrade over Jameis and Taysom, mm-hmm. but nothing that's like, like this is a potential start for the saints to turn into the Colts in terms of, Oh, they're just going to be the dumping ground for every, every quarterback that mm. leaves, right. That leaves their old team. Could be, it could, could work out, but th- this, it is like a little bit of a now hold on be careful right do <laughs> you don't want you don't want to go down this rabbit hole too quickly right yeah i it, it is definitely uh it, i i don't hate it for the saints i think i think a lot mm. of people are making it when, when people see this they're like oh like you're gonna just take keep on taking on veteran quarterbacks why don't you try to draft a quarterback and stuff first of all they don't really they're not in a great position a draft pick no, wise to try they're to move, even move up in this draft. I mean, maybe they could, but uh, I, I, they're, they're not in a position necessarily to take a quarterback. But even nor do they, nor do they draft well. Yeah. Period. But let, let's say, for instance, like they do take, they they do have uh, the ability to take a, a rookie quarterback. I I still don't hate the move because I think you could have a guy no. like Carr start the start the season and then over time you just work in the rookie um i don't think i think that we're at the point now where you have teams like the saints and colts who for years were were two of the teams that felt like they were either on the cusp of the playoffs or were making the playoffs and even going on runs on the playoffs i think those days are over for both of those teams i think they're both in rebuilding states at this point and I, I the the Saints I I just think that like as talented as that defense is they, they're still they're they're one of the more fascinating offseason storylines because there's a lot of players on contract uh you know like it's it's gonna it, it, this is gonna be a really big offseason for them and I don't think it's gonna necessarily end I, or at the very least it's an offseason that's gonna really revolve around uh preparing to 
have a shitty year. Yeah, <laughs> because that's right. that's kind of the circumstances <laughs> that they're at right now, which is gonna suck for Saints fans, but that's just the reality of the situation here. Um, so hey, if Derek Carr wants to go to the Saints and and have a bad team around him, that sure that that that's gonna that that's fine. It, it, but it, I I understand the hesitancy around Carr. I but I feel like we've also seen times where Carr really does well. There's a chance you could get a good car season out of him, where at the very least you get six, seven wins to make things a little bit mm-hmm. more spicy. But at the same time, it, you could also just tank with him if you want. Like it's it, yeah, it's, it's up to you. So I don't know. Interesting. We'll, we'll keep an eye out for that. Um, the uh, I I didn't write this in the lineup because I I don't particularly want to talk about him, but I guess it is worth noting. Uh, that uh, Rogers is is that that he's going to he's going to a darkness yes, retreat. He's he's going into the darkness. <sighs> okay, listen, Chris. I, I I was thinking about making this my intro, but then I was like, you know, I don't really want to talk about him. I do want to like make fun of him. Bring something up though, just because I yeah. think it's funny. Um. So I played enough RPGs mm-hmm. to like. There are so many RPGs that are that have the themes of you know light and mm-hmm. dark for like good yes. and evil and I, I i'm sorry like it, it can be very meaningful and my one of my favorite stories of all time literally call, calls like changes the 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 main character the warrior of light to the warrior of darkness and i think it's fucking great but the word darkness has lost all meaning almost mm. that saying i'm going on a darkness retreat is one of the like i'm a 13 year old edgelord things that you could possibly say yeah it's it's very <laughs> bizarre. I don't know if you saw this yesterday, um, but uh, yesterday was the or when we were recording this. Yesterday was the Nintendo Direct, um, and one of yeah. my favorite people that I, I follow uh, for a lot of stuff is uh, uh, is Jeff Grubb. Um, he posted the tweet early in the day. I I was confused by it, but then I found out about this whole darkness retreat retreat thing, where he <laughs> he posted it was like a photo of him like standing in a corner in like the dark in the dark room, and he and he was just like uh, I'm trying I'm trying to challenge Aaron Rodgers to get Metroid Prime to be real or whatever or whatever whatever it was whatever the tweet was I forget I, I don't know if it was the yeah. exact phrasing, but it was just so funny to me. Uh, and hey, turns out <laughs> Metroid Prime was real. Um, yep. But uh. I, uh, I, I, the, so basically the, the new, the headline here outside of just making fun of the guy for going on a darkness retreat, which is just, it is very anime in a very cringy sense. Um, but I, uh, it, the, the main thing is that he is still determining his future. Uh, he's still determining whether or not he's going to retire or continue playing. Um, uh, let's hope he retires, I guess. That's, that's yep. kind of, that's kind of I... the hope here for, I the two paths are he retires or he's on the Raiders. That's what that's what I'm okay. <laughs> No, I yeah, it's weird. Like I feel like there was this period of there's there was a moment for like a week where everyone was like, okay, he's gonna go on the Jets. He's gonna be a Jets because he had yeah. he had like nice comments to say about the, about the Jets on the Pat McAfee show, and then uh, now all of a sudden because Devontae Adams is like, oh, I would recruit him to the Raiders. Now it's oh, he's gonna be on the Raiders, which yeah, it's like oh, he bought it. He bought a house in Los Angeles. That was like yeah, the big thing. like all right. Well, it's or Las Vegas, rather. Los Angeles would be a drive. <laughs> it's, it's actually, I have a, I, I, I was surprised how close Las Vegas and Los Angeles actually are. They're like the, I think Las, they Las are. Vegas are, is like the southern 
uh, Nevada and like Los Angeles yeah. is, is like obviously like right next to the I'm pretty sure like right next to the Pacific Ocean but um, yes it was that's why it, it is very famously a coastal yes state. I well I yeah I'm just I I, I, I forgot <laughs> for a moment I just need to remind myself but uh the it, it that that is it is still it is a drive but it probably wouldn't be too bad for uh for Mr. Rogers you know what's fucking hilarious yes. though there is a um, Penn and Teller video game where uh, called Desert Bus. Oh, I've heard of this. Where they have to drive. Okay, it's from Arizona to Las Vegas. It was Los Angeles to, to Las Vegas. Okay. But it's literally like a real time driving how long it would take from that one city to the other. Okay. I do remember. I do. I've actually seen people stream this uh, before. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. The um, real time maximum of 45 miles an hour, eight hours of continuous play. And the thing about it is, is that the bus veers slightly to the right, so you actually have to like pay attention. That's cool. I kind of actually, you know what? I might play that. That's actually that sounds like a delight. <laughs> but it's it's an eight hour video game of nothing. I, that, fine, I'll put it on a podcast. You know, that's. Listen, I you understand. I played 60, 60 hours of Power Wash Simulator. All right. <laughs> that, well, that at least like that has something active with a satisfying result sure, at the end. Sure. Hey, listen. As long as I reach my destination, I'll be. I'm sure I'll be happy. Um. Anyways, no. I. So yes. So whatever. Aaron Rodgers is gonna be Aaron Rodgers, and hopefully we'll never have to talk about him again at some point. Uh. Please God. Uh. Even even a Packers fan I know texted me today and said that he doesn't want him on the team That's, anymore. That is, you know, I, I give my I, I give my love to the, that Packers fan for come for turning yeah. around on that. Um, <laughs> this is like smaller, much smaller headlines here, but I just I thought I was like, oh, okay, that's interesting. Uh, Ron Rivera uh, of the Washington Commanders. Um, uh, man, they could have. They could have added an extra E and made their mascot a deer, and that would have made it so much more interesting. It would sound like a virtual ball boy. I think that's football that's name, wait, but... <laughs> yeah, and that's so much of a stretch. It, com, com, commanders, yeah, but, I, but it would be better than the commander. <laughs> it would be anything is. Um. Anyways. Well, no, anything but one thing is. Oh yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, I, I th- he he came out and was just uh, the, the news was that Sam Howell is going to be their QB one going forward, which I just thought was notable. I mean, I I didn't think that that was gonna for for some reason I was just like, oh, they're just he's just kind of like a fill in rookie. I didn't really think much of that. I mean, he had he did have uh, a decent time this past year with the few appearances that he made. So I don't know. Uh, you know, it's it. I just thought that was oh, okay. So they're really gonna focus on him being the future quarterback. So maybe they're not necessarily gonna be in the quarterback market. Uh, this offseason, or if they are, it's gonna be for like a veteran, maybe. Um, so mm-hmm. I don't know. Just thought that was interesting. Um, yeah. and then uh, Demar Hamlin, he won the Alan Page Community Award at, at in Phoenix this week. Uh, that at, like literally just happened today, I believe. Um, and that's, that's a, that's a very, uh, that's a, uh, I, I, it's the NFLPA Allen Page Community Award that's given out every single year. So it's a, it's an honor that's like, does, does not get the NFL honors treatment, but it's one of like the bigger awards yeah. that are given out. And honestly, 
well deserved. <laughs> Good for him. Good for him. In all, in all regards. Speaking of awards, uh, as I said, uh, by the time you're listening to this, the NFL honors have happened. For us, they have not happened. So we're going to make predictions, and we could be right about a good chunk of them. In fact, thanks to the nominees being revealed, we probably will be right about most of them. But you will know that we are wrong about something uh, when we make it, when we pick them. In this segment, I call award predictions that you'll know we are wrong about. Uh, (laughs) And uh, so we've done this twice now. Uh, once in the preseason, once in the midseason, and now it's our final filing of our predictions here for this uh, to uh, for this uh, season. Matt, why don't you get us started with Offensive Player of the Year? All right, my Offensive Player of the Year. Uh, I just because it's it's more fun this way. I like to make this the non-quarterback offensive yeah. player. Um, even if it might be an offensive player, I'm going to give it to Justin Jefferson. I agree. I'm, I'm going to go Justin Jefferson as well. I do think though, I, th- I thought about this cause the, the nominees is, is it's Jefferson, uh, Jalen hurts, Patrick Mahomes, and, uh, wait, uh, I forget who it is. Tyreek Tyree yeah. Hill. So yeah. like, oh. which, which I think tells more about the MVP options rather than the, the, Oh boy, options. Right, right, for sure. I, yeah. I, what I do want to note is uh, that I, I could see a scenario where Hertz wins this award, where and yeah, then, and then I Mahomes so gets the MVP just because of circle. Like, I think it always feels like an MVP runner-up award with Offensive Player of the Year in a weird way, even mm. though it is like typically you do get like the non-quarterbacks for this category. Um, so I could, and then I often- could see that. Oftentimes the the MVP just gets both. Anyway. That's that that is also true. That also could happen. So, but yeah. So I but I'm with you. I'm picking Justin Jefferson as mine. Um, for defensive player of the year, I uh, this was this got uh, it felt like that Micah Parsons was going to be the favorite for most of this season, uh, but then it's all of a sudden flipped in the last few months after the Cowboys started to falter a bit, um, and then the 49ers just were so dominant. Um, and so I'm going to go Nick Bosa, uh, and. Uh, even though he's out trying to find missing toy toy balance. You know, I had this, I had this player uh, preseason. I had the mid season and I think that he's uh, part of the reason why his team was still, uh, was still competing when they were, I'm going to uh, go with Micah Parsons still. Yeah, no, I, 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 <laughs> to be honest, I hope it's Micah Parsons. <laughs> I hope it's Micah Parsons real but, bad. But, uh, uh, it just, it just, it just feels like the script was flipped last minute. Uh, what about your offensive rookie of the year? Offensive rookie of the year? I'm going to go with Garrett Wilson from the Jets. Oh, okay. Cool. I, I also am going Garrett Wilson. Uh, I, I was thinking that I, I think it's going to be between Wilson and Walker because I, I as much as Purdy is 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 the probably the most the biggest surprise. Um, I think he he showed up so late in the season that I think that generally people will. Although I guess maybe recency bias might put Purdy ahead. Right, that's what I'm kind of. But thinking. I I don't know. I think that Wilson and Walker were were kind of were were more of a mainstay throughout the entirety of the season 
uh, and were so good um, that I kind of think that one of them will win. But maybe, I don't know. Maybe maybe Purdy does squeak by. But I I'm with you. I'm going Garrett Wilson as well. Um, and with my defensive rookie of the year, I I think the Jets are going to win both uh, awards here. I'm yep. going to go Sauce Gardner, and this one I don't think is is actually close. I think Aiden Hutchinson had a fine year. I think Tariq Tari Woolen had a, had a nice year, but Sauce Gardner was, I think, by far, like, already kind of proved he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Uh, I did watch a video of a guy who was um, uh, doing all, like, commenting on how the offensive rookie of the year is so fucking weird this year, and then at, at the very end, uh, Sauce Gardner comes in and is like, hey, I'm here for my defensive rookie of the year award, and they were like, thank you for making this easy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I believe that I I believe we will be sauce. Yes, we will we will be covered in sauce, uh, by the end of uh, the NFL honors, or you are already covered in sauce. Uh, uh yeah. but uh, I apparently there he is he's doing him and Aiden Hutchinson are doing uh Super Bowl commercials this year with like other veteran uh, players. Uh, apparently, so I'm, nice. I'm I'm curious to see what those are like. Yeah. Um. Let's let's do let's do comeback player of the year. What what let's do you do it. what do you have for yours? This one was so hard because I feel like all three of them are like like Saquon is the one that you would expect for this award. Like in in most years, like okay, come back from came back from major sure. injury. McCaffrey's kind of also there, but um, uh, uh, but changed teams, mm -hmm. um. And then Geno Smith is like the really weird one. It is. Like didn't come front back from injury at all, but still like showed that he was a good football player. So I'm giving the award to Geno Smith. I, me too. I picked Geno Smith. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think that what happened was I, I as again, Barkley was great this year. I, I, I loved watching him for the Giants. And then McCaffrey has he's whenever he is healthy, he is so incredible. Like he just he's so unstoppable. But I don't think anyone like the Seahawks were were a dead team walking enter entering the twenty twenty three season. Yep. At least that's what we all thought they were. And then Geno Smith, uh, he he ended up just surprising the crap out of everyone and played really really well. Um, and then gave a uh, it, 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 even after his first game, he gave that like the classic line of like uh, they didn't write back or whatever it was. Uh, and that, that ended up just being like that kind of set the tone for his season the rest of the way of like yeah yeah he's just he just is proving everyone wrong and it was fun it was a really fun and I think I think you'll get it. Uh, yeah. uh my coach of the year should be no surprise. It's Brian Dable. I think that he he I I I, I look I like I think that the, all these candidates are are very valid. I think you could always coach of the year is always a weird award because you could say, Oh, you give it to the best coach, but it's also a coach that, um, it seems like it's mainly given to coaches that kind of overcome the odds. Um, and in this, in that sense, you could look at, at, at Peterson. Uh, you could even look at Sirianni in a way. And, and even like, yeah, Sirianni was my mid Yeah. Just because of the fact that like, like, yes, the Eagles were talented, but everyone kind of were, was, was piling on Sirianni early on, but the, I looking at the Giants coming into this year, I don't think anyone thought that they would be as good as they were this year, and to to play in those games and to actually win them 
uh, win against surprising opponents and actually win a playoff game in your first year. I mean, granted, that doesn't come into the the voting factor because they vote at the end of the regular season. But still, yeah. like, it's just it's so impressive what they both another did. another dead team walking almost not quite as dead as the seahawks were but still uh, like, not high expectations. oh I, yeah i i yeah i kind of thought they were dead in the water coming into the season in a way i i had i had optimism yeah. only because i was like oh the future will be great because i think brian dable's a good coach i just didn't think it would cash yeah. in right now on that immediately. yeah like pretty much immediately <laughs> um so yeah, yeah brian dable's my coach of the year what about you uh i'm between dable and sirianni Defer, um, interesting. Yeah, I'll do yeah. Sirianni. I had him in midseason, yeah. so. Yeah, I, I, I think, I think that would be a great choice. And again, I think all of these are great choices. I think it's, it's, it's a, the coach of the year is like, like there's so many good coaches. <laughs> like it's, it's hard to pick them. And I think Sirianni brought his, brought this team to a Super Bowl. Like that's, that's so impressive. But again, regular season. Yeah. Plays right. Um. <laughs> Uh, I I say play as a factor. I meant like they they vote at the end of the regular season. They don't know that the Eagles made the Super Bowl, but they made the number one seed, and that's what matters. Uh, anyways, assistant coach of the year. Uh, I, where where are you at with this? Where did you go? I just said it on. Let's go with Ben Johnson because the Lions were a good team. Yeah, they were surprising. I was I was I was yeah. super. I really am bummed that the Lions didn't get a chance to uh play in the in the playoffs but nonetheless uh they yeah ben, ben, the fact that ben johnson's coming back is super exciting as well i i'm yeah. gonna go uh i'm gonna go D'Amico ryan's though um i i i really am super impressed by the way that he handled the defense this year i mean it is talented defense regardless but like again the way that you scheme up these things that's all coaching um and he, he did such a good job with uh providing coverages that were really difficult uh, to uh, get through. I mean, he he made Jalen Hurts look kind of rough last weekend, and they were blown. Out. They were getting blown out. <laughs> like, yeah. like so. Even like, the Eagles' <laughs> offense didn't play great, and and they still won that game. So that just shows how good the, the Eagles were. But part of the reason why the 49ers had any chance was because of what D'Amico Ryan's was doing with his defense. So, yeah, he, I think he earned it. Uh, by the way, now that I'm looking at it, Shane Station, the Eagles offensive coordinator, whatever his name is, he that's that that's the other guy that people are looking at as potential uh, head coaching material uh, coming out for from the Eagles. So that that was that was I think that's the other name that I'm thinking of between him, Gaddon, and the enemy that could be a Cardinals hire or a Colts hire. Um, but there you go. So good stuff. Uh, let us know. If we were wrong, because <laughs> uh, I'm sure, uh, I'm, I'm sure we will. Don't be. worry, we will we know. We will. We'll pro. We get. We we find out at the same time Pretty you much. do. Uh, we are going to take a quick commercial break, and then we're going to draft about commercial break. Be right back. Sick of talking about video games with people who just want to be toxic? Me too. So join us over at the Gaming Coop. We come together each month to talk about what we love about video games. Discussion topics range from our favorite soundtracks to the best relationships between characters. We also have some fun segments in which we play some trivia or build our school of gaming. Find us on Anchor or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Game on! Hey, we're back. Matt? Yes. It is time for us to 
look at... Uh, so here's the thing. Super Bowl's great. Enjoy it. I've enjoyed it more in recent years, being a football fan. Yeah. But for a lot of people, there's other things that they that bring them joy on Super Bowl Sunday that is not football. There is the food that you that you have with family. There's the halftime show with Rihanna, or whoever the halftime show is in the in the previous years. Um, but then there's also the commercials, and. For many, the commercials bring a lot of joy, a lot of laughter because they're star-studded, they are uh, wild and over the top, and in recent years, not really that funny, but hey. They've been bad. <laughs> They've been bad. But hey, that's just our opinion. Um, <laughs> hey, uh, we let, let's. so what we're going to do is the last few years, myself and Matt have... Uh, gone through the commercials because they do release ahead of time for reasons um and we i, I did not watch any of these commercials maybe that's gonna be to my neither have I. Yeah, maybe to this is gonna be to my detriment um but uh we're going to uh look at the the, the brands look at the uh, the star studded at like aspects of it we're gonna look we're gonna just break down the commercials and we're going to draft uh, do a draft of uh, five commercials each. And the goal is to have all of your commercials air before the other team, essentially. Yeah. Um, so whichever, whichever, whichever us, like, our, our fifth commercial airs first. Yes. That person wins. But that's, that's, that is essentially it. So, um, I, Matt, you are the two-time Two times yes, in a row, sir. reigning champion on this. Uh, I, 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 and I wish I could say I've learned from my mistakes. I don't think I have. I feel like I, I would no. have to go back and remember I, the things I've drafted. Uh, I remember year year one. I smoked you. I think it was closer to year two. Yeah. So okay. So maybe I am improving. I don't think that's going to be the case yeah. this year. It's <laughs> been a fucking week, so I have not been <laughs> paying attention as much. But I, I, I have not. I've not previewed these. At yeah. All, so, so I, yeah, I'm kind of looking through them myself um if you will allow me i since i am the Please. underdog i feel like i Please. should draft first here are we doing snake draft by the way do we do snake draft uh i don't think i don't think we have okay. to okay okay just 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 yeah. curious um all right so i all right i'm gonna go with the easy one i think because <laughs> i always think these ones are easy that they will air early but then they don't but I'm going to go with the one that's actually been like they've been doing previews of it leading up to the game. I'm going to I'm going to draft for my first pick the Pepsi Zero Sugar commercial with Steve Martin and Ben Stiller. I've act- That's a good one. I feel like that's that's, that's because that has been so teased that that will air nice and early in the Super Bowl um for us mm-hmm. to uh uh to see. Uh so that that will be my that that is my first pick. All right. Um, I'm going to go not not a not a fancy pick, but I do think that because they own everything and because they have lobbied Congress to make themselves like still profitable <laughs> because they suck ass, the sure. IRS should just let you file your taxes because they know how much you owe. They don't need TurboTax to tell you how much you owe. Mm. I'm gonna pick TurboTax. Okay. Wow. <laughs> All right, fair enough. No, I, Had to get that in no, there. No, no, I, I like it. I respect it. Um, <laughs> all right, my next pick. 
Hmm. I'm trying to. Th- I'm just trying to think of like who are the bigger sponsors that would get like initial like. So okay, so like one one commercial I want to avoid is ones that I feel like are already airing on TV. Um, yeah. Uh, and I, I think maybe for strategy reasons I should keep that to myself. <laughs> okay. Um, so, right, so I'll talk about that at the end. Um. Uh. Ooh. This is this is this is a bit difficult. I think I have my next pick, but I just really want to make sure. Um. Okay. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Uh, wait, hold on. I, I, oh my god! No, I'm sorry. I'm like, I'm like, because I'm, I'm, like, I'm like, I'm getting, I'm getting too cute. I think I'm gonna go, Mr. Peanut. Oh, boo! <laughs> Do you not think it's a good pick, or is that what I stole? No, I think it's a good. No, listen, I just have a, I have a vendetta against Mr. Peanut. Oh, okay. <laughs> so the only good thing that Mr. Peanut has ever spawned is the Nutfellows. <laughs> the Nutfellows is the only good thing to come out of that fucking monstrosity. I don't even fucking like peanuts. <laughs> Oh, I, I do like peanuts, but I, I, but I can respect one's inability to like it. You know, I respect it. Um, all right, what's your, what's your number two? Uh, my number two. Sorry, I, I, I promise I won't take that long next time. <laughs> uh, no, it's okay. Um, my number two. I'm gonna go with the T-Mobile ad with uh, Zach and Donald. Okay, cool. Oh, that's that's John Travolta in the thumbnail. Jesus Christ, he's bald. <laughs> So I didn't recognize him, and then I read that it was John Travolta. Now I can see it, but he looks like a he looks like a Vin Diesel, Dave Bautista type that I just didn't recognize. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have to I, I I have to remember to write down the the more specific details of these because I realize that some of these brands air commercials twice. Um, yes. So I will write T Mobile John Travolta John Travolta on that. Um. Next one is another one that I think has been getting teased. Oh, actually, I don't know if it's teased or if it's already airing. Oh, you know what? I'm going to take the easy one right now. This is a later pick. The one that is absolutely should. It's... Oh. Mm. Okay, no, wait, never mind. I shouldn't draft this. Because oh. I think that they are they, they need people to, to do something during the Super Bowl before they air it. So I, I'm gonna. I this is this is all vague stuff. I'm gonna I'm gonna go. I'm gonna take a risk here. I'm gonna say Crown Royal with with Dave Grohl, only because th- okay. that right. has been. Uh, they have been teasing that commercial as well. I believe, unless they've been actually just straight up airing it, but yeah. I believe that that is uh, uh, a a a newer uh, thing uh, that they're teasing. Next up, your pick. All right, uh, this hasn't been drafted. I'm going to take the Bud Light with Miles Teller. Okay. Um, the star of the greatest movie of all time, Whiplash. Okay. Uh, uh, Miles Teller. Okay. Uh, let's see. I am... I feel like I've drafted Hellman's before and they let me down. Yes, they did. I remember that specifically. They let you down. Do not, yeah, do not. I'm gonna avoid that. Go back to the toxic relationship. <laughs> also, Turbo the Tur- TurboTax's dancer is the name of this commercial. So I'm gonna write that down okay. as well. Uh, uh, and Mr. Peanut is a roast. Uh, that that's stupid. 
Get it? Roasted peanuts? Yeah, get it? Yeah. Do you get it? It has like that that guy who does all the roasts on it. Yeah. Do do you get it? Yeah. Uh, I'll I'll do Jack Harlow for Doritos. Okay. All right. Um, you know what's so tough about this draft? Because your draft is only as strong as your as your latest commercial. As your weakest link. Yep. <laughs> like you could have such a, you could go four strong in the beginning and then it all falls apart. Yeah. Okay. So Squarespace. Uh, I got I got Squarespace well last year. That one was with Zendaya. This one's with Adam Driver. Right. And I feel like Squarespace will be pretty pretty well used. Cool. So I'll take the Adam Driver Squarespace. There you go. There you go. Um. Okay. So the the some of the ones I'm avoiding like Paramount Plus and Peacock because it's airing on Fox. I feel like they were gonna bury those commercials. <laughs> that's, that's that's at least some of that. Um. Yeah, I was thinking about that too. Hmm. Let's do Workday is my final commercial. Oh, okay. That's that is the one that has it looks like a bunch of rock stars: Ozzy Osbourne, Gary Clark Jr., Joan Jett, Billy Idol, and Paul Stanley. Um, which is uh, a boomer ass commercial, but I'm into it. Skechers doesn't look like it's spelled correctly. <laughs> I'm going to pick the Snoop Dogg commercial. It sure, feels like there should. should be a T. I feel like this is, like, I'm not saying Mandela effect because that doesn't exist. Yeah. Um. But that word feels like it should have a T in it. <laughs> it always, it should. I, 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 I we had a, do we have, do we have, oh, I, I think I used to either wear Skechers or we used to have, like, a place in that we actually could shop that was Skechers. Yeah. Um, and so I'm very used to it being spelt like that, but I can totally respect uh, it being a. It's it's definitely it's definitely a weird, uneasy feeling when you look at that the first time. <laughs> um, all right, so the so the ones I was kind of talking about. So pop. Uh, so so you did you, you did not take anything that that I that I was like think, worried about putting on my team. So you, mm-hmm. you overall, I think both of us had pretty solid drafts. Pop yeah. the pop quarters breaking bad reunion. They've already been airing those commercials. So okay, cool. there's a chance they might they might air those again, but uh like and early, but I just like I just didn't want to take the risk of that. The other one uh that I was kind of like at first I was like oh man this is like a slam dunk to potentially air like at least by like the halfway point, but the FanDuel Kick of Destiny that they've been teasing Ooh, that would have been a good one. I, well, so the, what I'm thinking though is that they're saying that people would have to donate, or I, I think that people are betting on this during the super bowl it's so i feel like they may not do it until much later oh that's in, fair in yeah game. that makes sense so that's why i was just kind of like I, I at first i was like oh they'll probably just do it around halftime so that makes sense but i'm like oh wait but if they do want people to just keep betting and keep betting they might just hold that off until like the like close to the end of the game so yeah i it, that that was that was one of the ones i was just kind of like i was really thinking about all right, so to recap, we'll win a share of ten million in free bets. Boo! Oh, that's bullshit. I didn't realize that. That's what it was. I thought that you just win yeah. 10, 10 million in general. God, they, <laughs> no, they no, that's how, that's how they get you. They're like, oh, you get all this number of bets for free, which like, sure, like I get it, but yeah. <laughs> all right, so to recap, my uh, my team of commercials is the Pepsi Zero Sugar Steve Martin commercial. 
the Mr. Peanut Roast commercial, the Crown Royal Dave Grohl commercial, the Doritos Jack Harlow commercial, and the Workday I wrote Ozzy Osbourne commercial. Uh, Matt, do you want to recap yours? Or I, I, I have it right now. Yeah, down. no, I, I, I got it. Mine feels so sterile. It's to- TurboTax, <laughs> T-Mobile, and Squarespace, all non-beverage <laughs> and food products. And then Bud Light, which I don't drink, and then Skechers, which I don't wear. But it could work out. <laughs> like, like, it could work it out. It could yeah. work out your favorite. Yeah, so t- yeah, the TurboTax is the dancer commercial specifically. T-Mobile, John Travolta uh, with the cast of Scrubs, essentially. Uh, Bud Light, uh, Miles Teller, uh, uh, Squarespace, Adam Driver, Skechers, Snoop Dogg. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Excellent. Remy, no. I and I and, and I'm I'm not even gonna watch these commercials. Uh, because I, <laughs> I I, I kind of like being surprised on the day of, like, because it actually oh yeah, it can actually I thought you meant for some reason I thought you meant like during the game itself. Oh no no I, I <laughs> I'm gonna be glued. That's the thing. My family has now gotten involved with this. Like people like yeah. they, they they we were watched last year. We were hooked on watching the commercials and waiting to see which one of our commercials were gonna air first. Like they this yeah. has now become like a this has become a big deal. I, I I we should make it a bigger draft then. Honestly, we you know what we we sh- maybe for the future too. Because I, I I was thinking like well there's only so many commercials to choose from but i think at least we could get a couple more people uh to to hop in on this uh yeah hell yeah i'm i i I loved it i I, i've been loving this uh doing this every single year uh yeah it's fun it's made it's made the super bowl even more interesting for me all right it is time for us to make our final pick of the 2022 nfl season and season four of the virtual ball boys. Uh, oh, you know what? Because because they they're they're we read we read from left to right. So I'm gonna go Chiefs. We're gonna preview the Chiefs first here. All right. All right. The the Chiefs are a power that is just refuses to go away. We entered this season with the idea that we had a couple of AFC. We, we had a deep AFC. We had an AFC that we had at least a good handful of teams that could go to the Super Bowl. And at that time, that included the Broncos and Colts. So take that for what you will. The The Chiefs, though, refused to go away. They, there are some people that were predicting the Chiefs to be the last in this their division. Because they thought Oof. the Raiders would be good, they thought the Broncos would be good, and the Chargers ended up being good, but not good enough. The the Chiefs ended up going on a on a getting, getting off to a rough start. They did beat the Cardinals handily, and they won a tight game against the Chargers, but then they lost that game to the Colts, and everyone was like, "What the fuck." But then they bounce back against the Buccaneers. They play a really close game against the Raiders, who were kind of floundering at the time. And then they lost to the Bills. And that made a little bit more sense, but it was still like, okay, maybe we're seeing a changing of the guard. But then they beat the 49ers handily. They beat the Titans, Jags, Chargers, Rams. And then they faced the Bengals but and then lost that game again. So after playing the Bengals previously in the AFC Championship game, the, the Bengals lost it or, or, or the Bengals beat them rather uh and so at that point all of us were kind of thinking like all right so then maybe this is gonna be like the bills could be the, your AFC representative it could be the Bengals 
and now like it, it, we're seeing that these two teams are beating the Chiefs. The Chiefs then go on a run. Some things happen with with you know like obviously the game being canceled between the Bills and Bengals played like a tiny bit of a factor, but ultimately at the end of the day, the uh, the the Chiefs claimed the number one seed no matter what. They played the Jaguars. They beat the Jaguars, even though it felt tight at times. And they felt they played a really hard-fought game against the Bengals, which I understand. There were some weird officiating things with that. But Patrick Mahomes, despite being injured the week before, and playing still playing on a really on a rough ankle injury, still willed his team to victory even after three wide receivers went down. And now they're all going to be healthy coming into the Super Bowl game. That is the journey of the Chiefs. They are resilient. They look at the face of everyone saying that they can't do it again, and they do it again consistently. And Patrick Mahomes is just going... I think he will go down as one of the best quarterbacks ever, if not the best ever when his career is done. But obviously that is so far down the road. And Andy Reid... But Andy Reid's certainly one of the best coaches ever. You have Travis Kelsey, one of the best tight ends ever. And you, you just have a, a team that is, looks like it could it could win their third Super Bowl and their second in the span of three years. But they have a tough test here with the Philadelphia Eagles. Matt, tell me about the Eagles. I'll tell you about the Eagles, Chris. So the Philadelphia Eagles, uh, last season, stuck into the playoffs af- uh, as the seventh seed. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, in a... Weird NFC. I'll put it that way. Mm. Uh, then, during the offseason, during the draft, traded their number one pick for wide receiver A.J. Brown. And this move, plus a bunch of other moves bolstering their defense, bolstering more of their offense, brought the Eagles and Jalen Hurts into the spotlight. They started the season on fire. They almost lost to the Lions, but then had a very solid, very solid start to their season all throughout. Uh, their first loss came to the Commanders in week, I want to say, eight or so. Which you predicted. Um, and you sh- you which, which I predicted, you sh- you sh- and, and, and Chris Chris derided me for. Yes, I did. I did. Um, but, you, but now you know that if, like, an undefeated team with at least eight wins is facing the Washington Commanders, the, the Commanders will win that game. Yes, 100%. Um, yep. Uh, Jalen Hurts ended up getting injured towards the end of the season, really affected their, uh, their, their winning capabilities, uh, towards the end of the stretch, but then they still get the number one overall seed. They blow out the giants in the divisional round. They blow out the 49ers in the conference championship. Granted an injured 49ers team still blew them out. And now they come in with a stellar defense with, Jalen Hurts, who has played like an MVP with the with AJ Brown and Devonta Smith, an incredible and Dallas Goddard, an incredible receiving gore core, an incredible run game. They have they are the scrappy team that that not a lot of people thought would make it here. I was one of those people who believed in them. And I am proud to to have said that. Yeah. They will have a tough time because they do come from the NFC. And the NFC is full of scrubs. <laughs> However, the Eagles have proven time and time again that when, they, when, they're, uh, when they're at 
they are the best team in football. And I think they will continue to be the best team in football because they're at 100%. So there we go. Matt, uh, I will... I, I guess I, I guess since we've we just talked each for a very long period of time, I guess uh, since since you just went, I'll I'll pick first here for the Super Bowl. Go for it. Um, I I also forgot to mention that the Chiefs uh, uh, did trade away uh, Tyreek Hill this uh, this past offseason, which was another big reason why I think people were kind of underestimating the Chiefs a bit mm-hmm. entering the season. That said, um. Uh, I, I think I look at Patrick Mahomes and I feel he's inevitable. I feel like he just is he. You can't count him out. He's always going to be a persistent thorn in the sides of any 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 fan that roots against him because he's going to break their spirit because he will yep. try to win these games and he's going to play a tough game and. I, I, I say that and I look at I look at Andrew Breed, I look at the at, at at you know the way that they are able to kind of game plan every single week given the circumstances, given what they they're up against and figure out a way and will themselves to win. And I respect the hell out of Breed and Mahomes so much. But I like to me, there are like a more likable Belichick Brady situation. If I'm being yes, honest, yes, I agree. I agree with you there. <laughs> um, I, 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 I say all that though. I, I, I can't shake the feeling within me though that this game is a bit of a mismatch. I, I feel like as good as Chris Jones is, I don't think he alone can carry this defense. And I feel like the Eagles are such a talented team that kind of flew under the radar for a good amount of people anyway coming into the season that, like, I don't think that people were prepared for this team to make the jump that they did. And I I think that that it is a first-time head coach it's 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 a first time that that Nick Sirianni is in the, in the Super Bowl as a head coach. First time that Jalen Hurts is a quarterback, uh, but I think uh, quarterback in in the Super Bowl. But I think what is going to help them is having a, a good amount of veterans that were on that twenty seventeen team on this team to kind of prepare them for a moment like this. And uh, I I just feel like I I've doubted the eagles i've doubt i i feel like i've doubted both teams at some point or another but i i feel like i've doubted the eagles enough here i i'm i'm picking the eagles and i think it, it i think they could win handily here but again don't count out patrick mahomes you cannot count him out you cannot count out him or travis kelsey or any other of these massive players on the chiefs who are super important however the eagles I think are the more complete team. I've been saying it for a really long time. Fly Eagles, fly. Eagles are going. Uh, Eagles will win the Super Bowl on Sunday. There you go. And and with that, that locks up Matt. That you are you're going to win the postseason picks. Woohoo! For the for this year, even though <laughs> I, I think I I will overall still have the better record. It's at least oh you will that, that sure. is that is at least you have won that that part of the battle. Uh, yes, in, in, in this regard, um, 
it is also worth noting that uh, Anthony has a uh, one and one record uh, on the season, and Kelsey has an zero and two record on the season <laughs> <laughs> from their from their picks in the conference championship games. Um, but anyways, that's that is uh, that's that. So I, yeah, I I I'm hopeful that it's a, it's a close game just because of who is on the other team. It's just it just it does feel like the Chiefs are a bit e- even though they have been such a consistent player in these Super Bowls in recent years. It, it it feels like they're entering this game a little bit like an underdog considering how dominating it, the the playoffs have been for the Eagles overall. Um now so, now see, riddle me this. The Eagles players did show up in their dog masks. I know. Well, that's but that's the thing. The <laughs> Eagles, but the Eagles have just had. I, I, I guess last I checked, the Eagles did become the favorite. Uh, in, yeah, I think in you're the right. Last week yes, or they so. are. Philadelphia minus one point five. Yeah, I mean it's it it is close, and I and I think we we you and I love chaos in the league, and yep. generally speaking, are 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 a fan of seeing new blood in the in the super bowl seeing new teams and obviously seeing both the chiefs and the eagles here yes obviously the the casts are a little bit different especially on the eagles but uh you know it it is a bit disappointing that you have the the two number one seeds of this season like all right yep they they, they, they're in the super bowl that's just how it ended up working out it it wasn't more fun that said this feels like it could be fun, and I feel like it's going to be a it will be a fun game to watch, and it will be a good way to cap off a season where I think both teams have really good storylines behind them. Uh, I'm glad that we went almost an entire podcast without bringing up that you have two brothers facing each other, or that Andy Reid's the former coach of the of the Eagles. I probably would have done yeah. that if I do my usual Super Bowl storyline segment. I just decided to scratch that because I I I have other things I'm thinking about. But um, yep. yeah, I'm I'm I'm. Also, one one notable thing though that we should mention: first uh, first uh, year of two black quarterbacks. Oh yes, that's facing each fuck other. Fuck yeah, dude, man! I, I I'm yeah, I'm stunned that that's the first time. That is that is such a I, indictment. I know. So I am not. <laughs> I'm not surprised only because like black quarterbacks didn't start becoming popular until like maybe twentyish years ago. Sure. No, I know. It's super super popular at least. And then in those 20 years, it's been Brady or Manning or Roethlisberger, like right. for most of the time on the AFC side. Yeah, no, you're right. It's, it's, yeah, it's, a, it's, it's, it is, it's, it is a wild thing that it took this long, but it's exciting that we're at this point here, um, that we're going to see that, see history be made on, on the field on Sunday. Well, folks, that is that. That is our Super Bowl preview. I hope you guys are excited. We're excited. Uh, we will be back. Uh, you know, we probably could record earlier next week, just because we have nothing. We we have nothing to prepare for. Nothing to have to yeah. wait ahead of time for <laughs> at this point. Yep. <laughs> uh, so we'll we'll see. At some point next week, you'll get our Super Bowl, um, post uh, post Super Bowl uh, recap uh and all that jazz uh and maybe we'll, we'll go over some of our uh, preseason predictions uh as well uh and and uh close things out and then and, and then most likely after that episode we might go on a little bit of a hiatus as we uh prepare for vbbfl stuff and also uh things are getting a little busy and chaotic in both of our uh lives 
so they we might we might take a breather from things a bit, but that's okay. Yeah. We'll be we'll be around and we'll at least be around every once in a while to talk about the off season news, and we will be starting the VVBFL uh, season at some point as well. But anyways, there's that. Matt, any any last words? Any closing words before we we end this podcast? Any anything that you you're we haven't done a recommendation in a while? I feel. No, we haven't. Let's see. What can I recommend? I got nothing. Play, uh, play Cosmic Shake. Play Cosmic Shake. It was it was pretty all right. It was pretty all right. Yeah. If you are a fan of BFBB or SpongeBob in general, you will enjoy it. Uh, the, cannot yeah. cannot guarantee otherwise. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think I even if you're a platforming fan, I don't know if this is like a must buy. No. But like, yeah, if you vibe with SpongeBob. Yeah, try it. It's a good yeah. time. It's a good time. Um, all right. Thank you all so much for watching, and we will see you next week. Good night and good ball. Virtual Ball Boys has been brought to you by Team Chaos Productions. Find us on Twitter at Virtual Ball Boys and find more of our work at Team Chaos Pods.